Hello there. You're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast on Thursday, the 22nd of July, with me, Peter Watson. I'm joined today by Will Lowe, who is a Watson's Daily ambassador. Hi, Will. How are you doing today? I'm not too bad, Peter. How are you? Um, knackered. Uh, <laughs> to cut a very long story short, um, I went into London yesterday for the first time in 18 months, which is mad considering, A, I used to live there um, for a number of years, and B, I've commuted there for a long time. So mm. going in there was, was actually very exciting. Mm. I then met up um, with Jake Shogger. Uh, we had a great time, and then it all started to fall apart as I... <laughs> Managed to forget my door keys and I got home last night and I ended up sleeping about three hours um, at, the, <laughs> at the hotel, which then, uh, which then meant that I, I was a bit delayed in this morning's uh, publishing of Watson's Daily. But hey, here we are. <laughs> it's all good. So, um, so anyway, um, what did you find most uh, eye-catching from today's Watson's Daily? The story I found most eye-catching today was um, about how electric cars are apparently now cheaper to run than petrol cars. Yep. So this story kind of caught my eye um, because it's like it's another milestone in this EV trend we're seeing. So Mm -hmm. when I did the podcast with you back in March, I don't know if any listeners will remember, we spoke about... I'm um, sure they will. I'm sure they will. (laughs) Oh, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) um we spoke about ev chargers and how um they're really planning to increase the number of ev chargers at fuel stations yeah and i think this is a really important trend um Mm. in this in in you know the uptake of electric cars yeah because it might it might be that people would be more keen now to buy an electric car if they know the long-term how how much how much cheaper it will be in the long term for them to to mm. run, um, you know, and when when there is the electric car deadline, this is going to mm. be quite important for some for some mm-hmm. people. Mm. Um, I think this is a milestone. But what are mm. your thoughts on it, Peter? Yeah, I mean, I think that it is. You know, first of all, I agree with that. You know, I definitely it is a milestone. Um, but I think that most people don't give a monkey's <laughs> because. <laughs> They just want to know, I reckon most people want to know um, how how much is their monthly outlay going to be, mm. you know, um, and although you can have the salesperson saying, oh, no, I do believe that actually over time <laughs> this is going to be, you know, this is going to be extremely, uh, extremely economical to run. And it's like, well, yeah, but how much am I going to pay per month? And, mm. you know, you budget for this kind of thing. So if if the thing is, I mean, you know, eight grand more or 10 grand more than the petrol equivalents that's a serious difference Mm. you know so um so i think that really um people are going to go oh very nice uh but then yeah but no still too expensive sure so um because the other thing i've i've always wondered as well and i it's you know look clearly i'm not an ev owner but Mm. um when you're trying to work out, when you're thinking, oh, should I make the should I make the leap? Should I make the leap? You know, you're probably thinking, okay, so how much does the car cost? Okay, so that's one thing. How much does it cost to run? 
So mm. then you're thinking, okay, well, I do X number of miles per year. Then, But then how do you work out how much you are actually going to spend on yeah, charging? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did have my concerns <laughs> yeah. that you yeah. kind of picked up on in the article. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they used a very narrow selection of cars for this. Did you say mm-hmm. uh, that, like the Nissan Leaf, for example? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The cars, car, you know, that's quite a small car. It's not like mm. a Tesla Model 3 or mm. uh, a Jaguar I-Pace like we discussed previously. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, they're not the kind of cars that I think perhaps um, a family might be interested in buying. You know, mm. like when they can get a kind of a larger petrol car. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I do think the research maybe isn't isn't entirely valid. Mm. However, however, I do think um, from reading this article that it, it is it could potentially continue on in the future, mm. where these larger cars like the Tesla Model Three mm. can become cheaper, and mm. they can become cheaper to can become cheaper to run. Mm. I guess it just depends mostly like you said on the on the consumer and the consumer mindset you know do they Mm. want do they want to invest in the car Mm. or do they want something that's cheap they want something that's more expensive up front but then cheaper to run in the in Mm. the long term yeah no i mean i yeah i it it really does depend on that but i think you know for the moment it it will still depend on how much the thing costs to to buy in the first place i mean i would i would say my for, for me my fantasy wish list for the <laughs> ideal electric vehicle would be that it has to that you can buy the vehicle because i think we, we i've talked about this before mm. you buy the vehicle but not the battery right mm. so you buy the vehicle but you pay less um you know you pay less up front mm. and yet and you um hire the battery i yeah. would so that's that's <laughs> thing, so that's that's that i would also love it if they were swappable batteries mm. because i think that's the best thing because um it, to my mind one of the downsides of having a battery that's very difficult to to get into um mm. is is it or to get to um is that all batteries degrade over time so mm. yeah your car <clears throat> was um i think depreciate hugely over time yes if the battery is integrated whereas if you had um a car that had a swappable battery that you don't own and you you know you might pay it like a monthly fee for mm. battery you know batteries then um i think that that would limit um that that could limit the um uh, uh the, depre- the the depreciation yeah yeah and therefore yeah. make buying the thing in the first place a bit more attractive yeah it just makes it seem way more attractive because i i don't know how much these car prices go down by at the moment but um but yeah i think that if you've got a depreciating battery that is a real drag so mm. um so yes i think swappable batteries um and you know, not yeah, easy, easy to get, easy to get at, um, mm. and then you and and then you hire, you know, you hire them, you pay a monthly fee or something. I, I think, think that would be great. I think Peter, we should have you as the new CEO of Tesla. I think that's definitely. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's know. the way we should go. Funnily, funnily <laughs> no, it's, enough, no, it's, 
<laughs> Funnily enough, I, I think that I don't have quite the same brain power um, as, <laughs> as Mr. Musk, or indeed the same confidence in cryptocurrency. I don't but, know about uh, that, Peter. I think you can <laughs> run on. Le- I think you might be able to run on less hours of sleep than him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> no, that um, is interesting. That is really interesting. Um, but that you found most interesting. Um, so I really liked the story about what well, I really liked. I was very concerned by mm. um, the story about insurers. Um, so there's a um, a bit of re- research out by uh, insurer Aon, and it was saying that it reckons that insurers are going to have to uh, make their biggest payouts for 10 years mm. um, this year because of the num the sheer number of natural disasters that have happened. Mm. And I think that this is particularly highlighted by the fact that it's come out so soon after the um the German floods, which, you know, they're mm. they're still trying to um to uh well not clear up, but you know, they're they're trying to rescue people and yeah. try to do all this. So, you know, it just serves to underline again. Now, I don't know how much of this is this environmentally related is it Mm -hmm. just fluke is it just yeah you know does it just happen like this yeah um you know so some that will argue that well we we don't know so we just need to wait and then you've got others who say well you can't wait because if you wait to be justified then we're all (laughs) then we're all dead right so (laughs) um so i think that um (laughs) Sorry, there's, there's in, an increasing amount of candour today, isn't there, with the lack of sleep? I think that's what it is. Um, so... Oh, it's just too hot at the moment. It's almost impossible <laughs> yeah. to sleep. No, yeah. Um, but, um, but anyway, yeah, so I, I think that um, uh, environmentalists will definitely use mm. stuff like this to say, look, we really do need to do something, everyone. You know, this is not, you know, this is not a drill. Um, and, um, yeah, so I think that, that that's good. Now actually as things happen i don't think you know don't feel too sorry for the insurers because ultimately what happens is yes they have a bad year or something Mm. but then they just hike the prices they just hike the premiums and they'll get the business because um people will have seen natural disasters they Mm. will they will think well we've got to get insurance and so they will pay for it Mm. so you know ultimately ultimately I still think that insurers will benefit. They will. They're a bit like the. Um, I always think they're a bit like, like in gambling terms, um, like the house, right? You know, yes. You never. Yeah. You never, you house never, always wins. Yeah, house always wins. Uh, I'd say insurers always win um, <laughs> because they just, you know, they just hike premiums, you know, mm. or and or you know, fiddle around with the with the. Um, uh, with the wording of, of the policies and things like that. So, mm. so yeah, so I mean, I, that's, you know, I think it is, it is a big, is a big topic. It is. It's a huge number as well that they're having to pay out. Um, yeah. $42 billion. Yeah. Just, you know, and it's mostly occurred in the first half of this year. Yeah. Uh, what, what are we going to expect in the next half? Yeah. But like you said, um, it, it's quite lucrative, isn't it? Um, yeah. You know, being yeah. an insurance, you like you say, you can just kind of hike your premiums up afterwards and yeah. and and recuperate that way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so there you go. So I think, I mean, I know that's a bit short, isn't it, for normal um podcast, but mm. um, but anyway, um, I think 
you know, we 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 just um, sort of uh, call it a day there. But sure, um, sure. Just just to say with um, uh, to the listeners is is that today's the obviously Thursday. It's the day that there's um, you know uh, is probably one of the busiest days for Watson's Daily. So we've got mm. the live at five Instagram. We've got the and then at five thirty till six thirty is the uh, call for paying subscribers. Um, where we go into a lot more detail about the, what's happened over the week and um, some potential for discussion and asking questions and all that kind of thing. Also, if you do go into the Instagram, um, please try to... You'll get more out of that call if you think of questions to ask me. So um, I will attempt to answer as many questions as I can. I'm not perfect. I'm not a genius. Um so I might not know absolutely everything, but um, I can usually give things a good go. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, on that on that bombshell, um, I think I shall leave you, um, and we will be back again tomorrow. Sure. So many thanks. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Thank everyone else. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Bye.